Hello and welcome. This is Nick's Nerd News, live from sunny San Diego, California. And now we go to your host, Nick. Well, after last week's failure of a show, I'll be the first to admit it that uh, I was lazy and didn't really want to talk last week, but that's partly due to the weather. Um, we're going to come out swinging this with this week's because there is a lot, and I mean a lot of shit to talk about, and uh, video game news, TV, movies, a lot of stuff. We're still getting a lot of fallout from the James Gunn stuff. And damn, 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 damn. But, but, let's, uh, let's kind of talk about, let's kind of talk about movies here first. Um, and in the scheme of things, let's kind of start here. The Batman movie that's being directed by Matt Reeves, uh, who most people know directed the more recent Planet of the Apes movies, has said that it will not be an origin movie. Uh, It will be a very personal and defining story about the Dark Knight. No word on if Ben Affleck is still involved. He said he has... Matt Reeves has said he has talked to Ben Affleck. Uh, It will not be a year one. Um, He said, quote, at a a Television Critics Association uh, panel, We are definitely not doing year one. It's just exciting to be focused very specifically on a tale that is defining for him and very personal to him. Which, if looking at the comics recently, kind of makes sense uh, if you've been reading the Rebirth storyline for Batman. Um, I'm about 20 issues behind because I I read the trade paperbacks. It's just easy and and easier for me. But, you know, that kind of makes sense, especially with the I Am Bane storyline and the wedding storyline um we also he also said obviously we're not doing an origin tale or anything like that we're doing a story that is definitely batman though and trying to tell a story that's emotional and yet is really about him being the world's greatest detective and all the things that for me since i was a kid made me love batman which is cool because we haven't got a lot of of detective batmaning um on film especially not the nolan films that that was the least aspect the least detective aspects I've ever seen in a Batman movie. Uh, ben Affleck obviously has been floating it. We don't know what's going on with that. Uh, it's going to be part of the DC universe, uh, the worlds of DC as they're calling it now. Um, Reeves clarified he did talk to, so, to to Affleck, so we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Anything with Batman, I'm, I'm excited for. I'm, I'm, I have said before... Batman is my favorite superhero. He's my favorite uh, pretty much just fictional character next to maybe Darth Vader and uh, the Master Chief. Like top three right there for sure. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn maybe in the top four. But Batman, it's a he's a complex hero. People say he's simple and Oh, you know, Batman can beat anyone. That's so cheap, blah, blah, blah. There's a there's an excuse for... No, no, there's a legitimate excuse. Batman is one of the smartest people in comics, especially the DC universe. He's, he's up there. He's not Lex Luthor smart, but, but he's one of the smartest. And, and he plans ahead for everything. I, it, it, 
like these arguments that people have like Batman could never beat Superman he needs a kryptonite blah, blah, blah. yes obviously they, these are fictional people we're talking about and people take it to the extreme on things but Batman would beat Superman one on one because Batman would have planned ahead he would beat other superheroes with the exception of maybe the Hulk and Wolverine because he can plan ahead Batman's smart he knows how to find a weakness how to how to exploit that weakness that's why that's why Batman can beat most superheroes in a hand-to-hand one-on-one fight but no I, I'm very excited for this Batman movie I hope Ben Affleck does come back I know he was talking about bowing out and it, he's been kind of dancing around it uh, for what over a year now and he kind of looked like he phoned it in in Justice League and we don't know the true story but but no I'm I'm excited for a Batman movie again I've voiced my displeasure with the Nolan films uh the Schumacher films are just trash and and the Tim Burton movies are are probably some of the best Batman adaptations on film um I think BVS Batman vs Superman has a great Batman story and Ben Affleck is is great as as Bruce Wayne and Batman in that movie and uh, Mask of the Phantasm again the Batman the animated series movie is is amazing as well very underrated if you've never seen it but but again this movie is at least what two or three years away Matt Reeves is taking his time obviously we still have Aquaman coming out Shazam and uh, recent reports say that the Flash movie is supposed to be uh, supposed to start filming in February so that that's cool um, there's been a lot of talk recently about uh, Man of Steel 2, and apparently um, Macquarie, I can't think of his first name right now, who who did uh, the last two Mission Impossible movies, said he would love to work with Henry again, I think, Henry Cavill, I think he would be an amazing choice for Man of Steel 2. So so we'll see what, what's going on. The world of DC are ever in motion, especially after after uh, Justice League. We've, we've seen a change. And the trailer's for Shazam and Aquaman show that the the stories coming out of Wonder Woman 80, 1984 show that so we'll see we'll see we also got news about the Birds of Prey movie um, which is being directed uh, being directed by Kathy Yan being produced by Margot Robbie who will return as uh, Harley Quinn looks like they're looking to cast uh, someone to play Black Mask as the main villain. If you don't know, Black Mask is a criminal... Um, I wouldn't say mastermind, but he's the head of a, a criminal organization. Uh, his name is Roman Sionis. Uh, so Sionis Chemicals, things like that, if you're familiar with DC Comics or even played the Arkham games. Um, he wears a mask made of ebony wood, so that's hence Black Mask. So it looks like a skull. He's not actually a, like a skull-headed person. But they're looking to cast him. They also are going to have Black Canary, the Huntress, Cassandra Kane, and Renee Montoya. I know I kind of talked about that before. But it looks like they're looking to cast uh, Vanessa Kirby as Black Canary. Um, she was also in the most recent um, Mission Impossible. Uh, Alexandra Daddario as the Huntress, who she is amazing. Um, she was in the Percy Jackson movies. She has piercing blue eyes, which are just enticing and just draw you in uh she was in the first season of 
True Detective. Uh, she was also in the Baywatch movie, which got a lot of hate for for what it was. Uh, and apparently, also Blake Lively is being considered for a role. So, so we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm excited for that movie. They're supposed to begin production later this year, early next year, which 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 is interesting. It's a different take on things. And the Birds of Prey have always been interesting. They used to have a TV show on on the WB back in the day, if if you remember. So, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Uh, no, no other news really on the Joker movie, other than I know De Niro. I, I talked about that a bit in in some other casting, but but I'm excited for what DC has next in store. And surprisingly, we haven't sticking with comic book movies. We haven't had a lot of a lot of talk in terms of more Marvel movies, at, at least ones we don't totally know about. But speaking of that. We uh, Avengers three uh, Infinity War came out on Blu-ray this past or not Blu-ray but at least digital so you had access excuse me access to all the external con- extra content things like that and the Russo brothers and the commentary have been talking got a lot of answers to questions regarding uh, Infinity War and and different things and why certain things happen certain ways. Um, Spoiler alert. We know why it took so long for Peter Parker to die, because apparently he was using his Spider-Man strength to fight it off. Um, we got a reason for why Star- Star-Lord a- acted like the biggest dick in the galaxy and and let Thanos kind of get away, essentially. And, I mean, it, it, it it's it's interesting. I would urge you to go watch a lot of that content. I personally haven't. Apparently there's some hints at maybe what might happen in Avengers 4, the currently untitled sequel that's coming out next year, but but we'll see, we'll see. And um, a lot of stuff coming out about uh, with James Gunn still. Been a lot of fallout, more, more cast members have come out in support of him, and now we had news that Dave Bautista originally was saying it'd be disgusting or sickening to work for Disney without James Gunn as the director, has now said that he will uh, he won't do Guardians if they don't use James Gunn's script, which is a uh, insane, insane thing to say because that that could derail his career, that could do a, a, a lot of damage. And for, for the fact for him to come out and say that, and he's not defending James Gunn's tweets in any way, but what he's saying is, James Gunn is one of the most um, caring and most respectful men he's ever worked for, and to to not bring him back would be a bad thing. Especially, so this this is the thing. I saw a lot of comments online regarding this. If Bautista leaves and they recast him or kill him off screen or anything like that, that could be that could be a nail in the coffin for for Guardians because. Again, I, as I've said before, this is three weeks now I've been talking about this because I, I feel very strongly about how James Gunn and, and other people are being targeted for their political views by those on the opposite side. I, I don't care how you feel or who you vote for or things like that, but, but don't go after someone because they disagree with you politically. Don't attack them. Don't ruin their careers for, for this. This is, this is insane, people. We, we're we're reaching a breaking point, and 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 now we're going after people just because we don't agree with them, and and it got a man fired, and and, and it's unfortunate because 
just because someone did something 10 years ago, they're, they're being chided and derailed and, and it's affecting them. Don't get me wrong. This happens in real life with certain things, especially court criminal things that aren't expunged if they're legitimate. But, but making tasteless jokes on Twitter 10 years ago should not, especially if you've grown as a person, should not affect your life. Disney was fully aware of those things. They weren't deleted. They were out there on the internet until some jerk-off from the dark corners of the right-wing interweb decided to go after him and, and make it his cause, his sword to die on, this bullshit thing, just because he didn't agree with him politically. I, I disagree with this. This is not how America works. This is not how free speech is supposed to work. And it, it is disgusting, really. And, and unfortunately, a great movie sub-franchise, I guess you'd call it, in series is going to get derailed and chided for some dickheads on the internet who can't handle or take some some jokes. It's unfortunate, and it, it's just whatever. Um, also, rumors came out that uh, apparently Warner Brothers and DC are, are looking to make a new Supergirl movie. Um, it's obviously in the earliest stages. No producers, nothing else set in stone, so that's why I didn't really want to talk about that. Um, in terms of video game movie news, the Minecraft long gestating Minecraft movie. See, yeah, I use that uh, fancy, fancy Hollywood term. The long in development Minecraft movie has lost its director and writer, Rob McElhenney. I, I guess that's how you say that name. Um, star for, of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, has left the project. He had been. Uh, the writer and director attached since 2015, and now this movie is going to be delayed. It was set to come out in 2019, which obviously isn't happening. Warner Brothers has selected the directors of uh, Sony and Mattel's new Masters of the Universe or He-Man movie to write the next draft of the script, and they have also hired Roy Lee, who is pro uh, the who directed the the Lego or is attached to the Lego movie, is producing it as well. So, we'll kind of see what goes on with that. I, w there hasn't been a whole lot of news on that movie in a while, so it's um, it's interesting what's what's going to happen with that. And in other news, it turns out, uh, well, not other news, but the Venom. There was a new Venom trailer. I know it's been a running gag on the internet about uh, Tom Hardy and and Hollywood not letting anyone see his face, but. This this Venom movie is not really doing anything for me. Like, I, I I don't know. It's it's first off, it's odd that they're making a Venom movie without Spider Man because Sony's trying to keep a hold of their uh, Marvel properties, pro obviously for as long as they can, since now the Fox properties are are fully under Marvel's control. But I I don't know what this movie's about. I don't know what they're going for like there's comedy i don't know if it's horror it's a crime like i i don't i don't get this movie and the trailer did nothing nothing for me yeah venom looks cool but at the end of the day you, you still need to be hooked into this movie and and i don't i'm not getting that it's got good actors tom hardy riz ahmed um uh uh um the blonde girl from movies uh, michelle williams that's her name it's even got the director from Zombieland. So it's got a lot of good people, but still it's just I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this movie. It doesn't 
it doesn't jive me in the way some other movies do and and i i don't know it it hopefully it turns out well maybe it isn't and maybe sony's gonna have to sell everything back to them which in my opinion would just i think sony should just give back the rights to their marvel characters to marvel it, it just makes sense at this point and somehow retcon this venom movie into the larger spider-man universe hey it might even be they've been playing coy about it we might not we don't know so it might be and and we're just being uh led to believe a ruse that comes out in october so we'll know pretty soon actually um also getting a monopoly movie from ben affleck and matt damon so that's kind of cool with the deadpool writers i don't know how the fuck you turn monopoly into a movie but, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. So, joke's on me, I, I guess. I don't know how the... How do, how do you make a Monopoly movie? Like, how, how, how does that even make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't. It really does not make any sense at all. But you got great minds attached to it, so we'll see how that works. Whatever. Time to talk about TV. Yeah, 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 buddy. What? I don't, I don't know what I just did there. Honestly, I, I don't know. I just... Whatever. So, a couple different things. Obviously, some things from Netflix are, are coming this month. It is it is a new month. It is August. So, let's see. Oh, we got the new Matt Groening show, uh, Disenchantment. And new seasons of Voltron and, and things like that. Other movies have been added. Netflix Originals. Also getting a show called paradise pd which looks hilarious and that's from the people that uh did brickleberry that show that had um daniel tosh that was a comedy central show this this show looks hilarious so it's about a uh, it's an animated show about cops in a small town and all the cops are like um dumb really dumb really stupid can't say a certain word there that would more accurately reflect what i wanted to say but i digress and, and it looks great. And there's a talking dog. So, woo. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, looks like Fox is trying to gonna is going to try and keep The Simpsons out of Disney's hands, which is an interesting take out of that deal because Disney was su- supposed to get that as as it, but not, um, not Family Guy, which is interesting. So they're going to fight for the Simpsons but not Family Guy. I'm 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 kind of surprised by this. They're going to fight their hardest to keep it. They're standing firm, which we'll see how that goes. I don't know how you take on Disney. Um that'll be interesting. Um Henry Cavill said he wants to play Geralt in Netflix's adaptation of The Witcher, which I'm all for. Henry Cavill has the stature for it. Um and you really just need a wig to have that that gray silvery hair. And and um, I don't I don't know I'm I'm uh, that that's an interesting take. There's some other good actors that could play him, um, but I I think Henry Cavill would actually do a really good job. Um, it's obviously not going to be based on the books. It's going to be more based on the the book. Uh, sorry, it's going to be based based more on the books, not on the games. So if if you've been a big fan of the Witcher games, which are based on a Polish novel series, the show is going to be more in line with the books. So that's that's a different take. Um, this is somewhat video game and TV news. Negan from The Walking Dead is actually going to be added to Tekken Seven as a guest fighter, which is which is interesting. And let's kind of get to 
news that we all care about in terms of TV. And in uh, not-so-shocking news, apparently the new Star Wars live-action show coming from Jon Favreau is going to cost around $100 million. Uh, this show will be on Disney's streaming as of yet unnamed, unannounced, somewhat announced, details still unknown streaming service, and uh, which is kind of in line with Game of Thrones. And hopefully Disney isn't going to charge a, a ridiculous amount for this streaming service because we're getting the final season of Clone, the new final season of Clone Wars. We're going to get this. Uh, other Star Wars stuff, other Disney-themed properties. But $100 million, it, it, that, that's the cost of a movie. Granted, it's 10 episodes, which makes sense. You need a lot of sets produced. You need a lot of costumes produced, a lot of aliens, things like that. Star Wars is a property that would benefit from a show uh, getting uh, $10 million an episode uh, for 10 episodes. That, that makes sense, and that, that's amazing that Disney's not going to shy away from that. They have the money to spend. And they'll know they'll get a return on it. So that that's an awesome prospect. That show won't start filming for a while. And then in terms of another famous and great sci-fi series, we are getting the return of one O Capitan Jean-Luc Picard, formerly of the USS Enterprise. He is getting... Uh, uh, Pat, Sir Patrick Stewart is back as Jean-Luc, on a series focused around him in the next chapter of his life, post-Next Generation, post-Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, unfor unfortunately, it will only be on CBS's streaming service, CBS All Access, so same place Discovery is. And uh, somewhat of a non-shock, because the rumors have been floating around for a couple of weeks now, and uh, he announced it at, at Star Trek, the Star Trek convention in Las Vegas this week. I, I I am beyond overjoyed, mainly because Jean-Luc is probably one of the greatest people in sci-fi, just in general, uh, sci-fi characters. Um, honestly, one of the best Star Trek captains. I know there's not a lot to go off of, but there's enough to make a comparison. And And this is just great news for everyone, especially fans of Star Trek, fans of sci-fi, things like that. A lot of people thought he was done playing Jean-Luc. A lot of people thought he was done with a lot of his characters, and and this is a an an awesome next step. Uh, they don't have an a, an idea of when this show is going to start filming or when it will come out. It's obviously been almost twenty years, uh, no, sixteen years since Nemesis. That was two thousand two. So that is, um, it's been a big 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 time jump here. So we'll see what's going on with with Jean Luc as he retired. Um, are they going to stick with Canon and have him as an ambassador? We'll we'll see. We'll really we'll I, I I can't wait. The one thing I ask, the one thing I ask for, is please 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 bring Q back. Please bring John Delancey back as Q. That would just be, that would just be perfect, because of course he would be bugging Jean Luc in the future. Of course he would come back and and haunt him for the rest of his days. Especially since I, they had a couple comics, I know the their canon their cano, canonosity is uh, in perpetual ambiguity. But if you could bring Q back, that would just be that. That's the one thing I ask for, please. CBS and Alex Kurtzman. Maybe I'll tweet them and be like, "Hey, and this new Jean Luc show, 
have Q, and then maybe I'll buy CBS Access just to watch this show. I know a lot of other people will. Discovery might not have gotten them on board, but the Jean-Luc show will. That's for damn sure. And I, for one, cannot wait for this. There's too many streaming services that are coming. I don't, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to pay for all of them. I'm going to have to do just like one-month trials and shit. Um, hey, in other space news for TV, Showtime's head has come out and said that Master Chief will serve as the lead character on their uh, Halo show. So, this begs the question, um, is this show going to jump around in time? Is it going to be in the past, the future, the pr- uh, the present of, of Halo? Um, and if he's going to be a lead character, and they were talking about Spartans and telling a story, does this mean it's going to be about Blue Team? So, Kelly, Fred... Um, people like that, and maybe it's going to be about their training. They're going to definitely have Catherine Halsey then involved in some capacity, maybe Captain Keys as well. So they're not going to do stuff from the game. So maybe, hey, maybe they'll even do, um, I don't know if they said they were going to do stuff from books or not, but Halo First Strike, that book that takes place right after, uh, right after the first game. And, and, and it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I, I think... Um, they didn't say exactly that this was going to be like their Game of Thrones, but um, I know they're looking to spend a similar amount and make sure they have a high quality. So this is probably going to be another $100 million show, just like the, the Star Wars show. However, this is going to be on Showtime's actual network. So they have more subscribers to back that up. Um, granted, Disney can get baked in subscribers just by Star Wars. So, But, but anyway... I, um, this, this is going to be an interesting concept. But the main thing here is, takeaway, is that Master Chief is going to be a lead. So, if we go the blue team route, and it's set in the past, uh, we'll have the exploits of, of what they did, and, and why the Chief came to be known as one of the greatest, um, one of the greatest Spartans um, in their, um, the insurrection, the war against the human insurrectionists, and the things they did um, prior to Reach and things like that. So the members are obviously um, Master Chief, Petty Officer John 117, Team Leader uh, Kelly 087. Um, uh, She's Petty Officer First Class, Lieutenant Junior Grade Frederick 104, or Fred, and uh, Petty Officer First Class Linda 058. Um, there's been other members um, that were reassigned, killed in action, things like that, and it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how how they do this because um, granted there were different members in the past, things like that. Again, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get to see that. Um, maybe we'll get to see different. Um, views of of the early human covenant war you know like i said this is going to have a big budget show there's going to be a lot of cgi especially when it comes just to the covenant and and you don't need to cast a big name to play master chief because obviously he'll be helmeted the entire time it's not really going to be a face shown unless it's a younger younger version or or will they like i said first strike which um takes place right after the first game and and kind of bridges the gap between uh, Halo, the combat evolved in Halo 2. So we'll see. Hey, maybe they'll even do um, like when the some of the Spartans went with 
Dr. Halsey to the Shield World Reach, uh, excuse me, Onyx, which um, plays into things like Halo 4 and Halo 5 and, and things like that. So so we'll we'll see how this show goes. I'm 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 interested to see what they're going to do with with Master Chief as the lead character though. Hopefully they come out with some fucking badass looking Spartan armor because uh or Mjolnir armor as it as it is in in the in canon and and it will look fucking awesome because you need it to. They said they're going they're working with with Microsoft and 343 to make sure that they stick to canon as much as possible. So so we'll see how that goes. And hopefully they'll get someone cool to play Dr. Halsey and some great voice actors as the team. Hopefully Steve Downs comes back as uh, as Master Chief because obviously if you don't have him as Master Chief, it, it's just not going to sound right. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's voice acting. Yes, it can be a strain on, on your vocal cords and your throat and things like that, but um, Steve Downs is a professional. I, I think that would work in his favor. And you don't need him to talk much. Master Chief doesn't talk a whole lot. That that's his whole shtick. It's it's you. You know what I mean? It's not um, it's not a thing that, like I said, he doesn't talk a whole lot. And 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 we're still getting a new a new um, Halo book about Master Chief from Troy Denning that's supposed to come out in September. So 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 it'll be interesting to see. And and even. Um, you know, I, I'm reading this book right now. It's a Halo book. Came out a, quite a few years ago. It's called Shattered Circle, and it it kind of blends um a couple thousand years in the past uh, when it comes to the different uh, Broken Circle. Sorry, it's Halo Broken Circle. Um, talks about when the Sangheili or the Elites first warred with the Sanshiyum or the Prophets, and them creating the Covenant, and then skips ahead to right before right before Halo 2 essentially um and kind of the great schism schism excuse me in the the war between the elites and the the brutes or the Jorohane and um that that's a great book and they could even explore things like that in the show they don't necessarily have to stay focused on Spartans things like that i i think it would be a smart choice to kind of blend uh the timelines and kind of do different things together and i think that would be a smart decision for that and we'll we'll see how that goes um troy denning is writing it and he's a more uh he's done a lot of work for halo books he's written uh sorry no troy denning is a more of a star wars writer um he's done halo books before so that that will be uh, a great um he's a great addition if you ask me um his star wars books were were always amazing and um i'm i'm excited for that so we'll we'll see how that goes but at least that show's not going to air until at least 2020 so we we got some time for that to develop i'm sure we'll start seeing i know they're not going to start filming till later next year so i'm sure we'll start seeing pictures and things like that um, from pre-production as time goes on. Um, we'll kind of use that as a segue into video games. Um, haven't really talked about those a lot lately because there's, there's been kind of no news as of late. Um, 
Last week we got word that BioWare is for a fact still working on both Mass Effect and Dragon Age alongside Anthem. I know a lot of people thought that, um, and there were rumors circulating that uh, uh, Mass Effect was kind of on a back burner after the um, not-so-great reactions to Andromeda and things like that. Andromeda was not a bad game in, in any sense of the word at, at all. Like, d- like a, lot of, a lot of the problems that you might have seen online mostly had to do with the... Um, mostly had to do with, with the negative reactions online and, and from a few small vocal minority. Um, and it, and it had to do with the idea that it had subpar graphics and subpar animations and, and things like that. But no, that was, that didn't, I didn't notice it at least. Um, and the game was still very fun. It was a very Mass Effect game. It didn't have a bad story. It had great companions, but it got overshadowed by this the negative press and, and all these other bullshit things that got lopped onto it for no reason at all. And, and it's unfortunate because it, it really screwed over an amazing franchise. And uh, there was probably planned DLC that got canned. It was probably going to get a sequel. And, and we'll see what happens now. Um, all because people were upset over some stupid bullshit that wasn't even a big deal. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people didn't play the game or, or get a lot out of it because they probably saw the negative press and, and didn't realize they'd be missing out on an amazing game. And, and again, that's unfortunate because of a small number of haters on the internet making their voice known and then the, the gaming media kind of running with that and, and it, they, they didn't help the situation in any sense of the word. Um... But, it, again, it, and then they played up the hype that, oh, Mass Effect, is it canceled now? Is it not going to happen? Obviously, EA closed the studio. That They, they dropped the ball. The game got delayed, and, and there were other, there were, there were some problematic issues. Don't get me wrong. There, there were some things, but it, uh, it got way overblown in the press and on, on internet and social media, and it, and it, 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 it hurt the game. And, and that's unfortunate because a lot of people lost their jobs and, and other things. But, hey, we're getting Anthem, and hopefully that's going to be a new bright future for BioWare. Um, we also got news that Crackdown 3, um, even though delayed until 2019, is pretty much done. Devs are using the final, was it seven months now, um, to polish the game. So that, that's a good thing. If it's done and they just want to polish it, that, that's a good thing. That is a, a great thing. I'm, 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 I'm no... I'm not one to get mad at delays anymore unless it's just on some some delays can be bad some are good. Sometimes a delay is good is a good thing because it helps um give people time to make the best game possible. And I would urge you to read a book um by Kotaku's Jason Schreier called Blood Sweat and Pixels and that kind of gives you an idea of of that this idea of of some some things that these these studios have to go through to get a game out on time if they pick a date and and crunch and what that does to people and the stress of making game in gen- making a game in general especially when you have shareholders and dates that they expect you to meet and and like I said a delay is is something I welcome um, more gamers I'm sure would be okay with that it, it there was a problem a couple of years ago in the whole games industry when they would probably they were probably announcing games way too early 
way before they needed to. And they were putting dates on things when they didn't need to. They All they could have just said was Crackdown. They didn't need to say a date. They didn't need to give a year. They could have just said Crackdown 3 coming in the future. And given them enough time to work on things. And that would have been big. Sony did it too with a lot of games. And, 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 and Phil Spencer, I know, came out in the past and said he doesn't like doing that. And I'm sure the stockholders say otherwise. But it's probably best for them just to pull a Bethesda and just announce a game uh, when it's ready. Except they didn't do what they normally did with with um, the new Elder Scrolls or their new space game. But that's the future. So we'll, we'll see. Only time will tell. Um, also news today that NVID- NVIDIA has uh, issued some new patents or gotten some new patents in regards to GPUs, uh, graphics processing units for those unaware, and... Apparently, it could lead to the... Uh, these patents are related to the next generation of, of GPUs, um, which means there's an advancement coming. And uh, new graphics... Uh, excuse me, image processing, apparently. It's uh, Quadro RTX is the name of it. Their trademarks also include Quadro RTX, Geoforce RTX, and NVIDIA GPU Cloud. Um, which is the future of graphics and computing and other things. So that that's uh, really interesting to see how that goes. Because, I mean, we've only had, what, the 1080 and 10, 1070s out for not very long. Um, and, I mean, the 1080 is one of the best. The new 1080 Ti Founders Edition is probably one of the greatest graphics cards ever made, one of the fastest. And that only came out very recently. And... While it is a patent, while it is a trademark, it, it this is technology, so it might be years before years before um, any of these things come out. But we'll 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 see. It only time will tell. And and you know, there's always this widening gap of the PC master race and how they're so much better than console. But I urge you to find a PC that can do what an Xbox One X can do for the same price. I'll just I'll just leave it at that because a good graphics card is four or five hundred bucks on its own, and the Xbox One X can put out true 4K and 60 frames per second. So, um, granted, it's it's not a Ti, it's not a 1070 or or anything like that in in it, but it has the capabilities to do what PCs can do. So I'll I'll, I'll say that, but don't get me wrong, I I have a nice gaming PC. And I made sure to get at least a 1070, what I could afford at the time. And I'm very happy with it. It's very smooth compared to the previous PC I had. Um, but I will still always be mainly a console gamer. And I'm happy to have one of the most powerful consoles ever made. That will change, obviously, in, in two and a half years when, when Scarlet and the next PlayStation launch. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And, and here's a story that really rubbed me the, the, the wrong way last week. Uh, it's in regards to Colin Kaepernick in Madden NFL 19. EA has scrubbed a mention of his name from a song featured in Madden NFL 19. And it's called Big Bank by YG featuring 2 Chains, Big Sean, and Nicki Minaj. And th- this, is, this is disgusting. I don't care what you feel about Colin Kaepernick or what he stands for or what he did but this is 
one of the most egregious forms of censorship I've I've ever seen in at least my lifetime. And for it to happen in a video game is is just downright maddening. You know, EA has already had a bad, 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 bad last couple of years. You know, they used to be rated the worst company in the world. Um, they were able to come out of that for a little bit. And then they um, have just fallen back into that. And then for them to censor a song, no less. Not, not, not language, not an image, but a song that mentions him. A song. It, it is downright disturbing that they're just going to kowtow again to to people that that are 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 a vocal minority and and it's sad it's 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 sad it's maddening i i don't understand what their goal was here because this is just bad press okay they could have left it the song in people probably wouldn't have paid attention but no instead they they take his name out of the song and it creates a shitstorm of of bad media coverage from most media sources not all not all let's let's be honest with ourselves we know there's there's a few that would would welcome this um and look i i didn't agree with him when he first started doing what he was doing as i looked more into the issue i became more aware uh, of why he was doing it and 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 sided with him i know i might lose a lot of you for that but that that doesn't necessarily indicate how i stand on other things so let me let me just clarify that but what i don't necessarily agree with what he was doing but i i respect him for having the courage to do it okay he was doing something for a right cause he was bringing attention to something and then for ea to censor it to censor it is is just downright wrong okay a company like that has no right to take something like that out of a song. Foul language, whatever. It's a, a the game is rated T. Foul language, I completely understand. But to remove the mention of a man who was utilizing his First Amendment right for free speech, and then going back and then removing him from a song just is completely unethical flies in the face of everything and it's just I, I i'm in shock that they did this i'm in shock and you know i i don't know if if they've gone back on that but the fact that this is even a story that people are talking about this should never have happened should never have happened at all ea god you guys are so dumb stop making games i want to buy you jerks fucking needs to fire all the people in charge and bring all new people in that actually care about other people idiots well the final thing i'm going to talk about today is uh last month's loot crate um after somewhat uh, somewhat disappointing june july was an awesome awesome comeback two shirts uh one was an ant-man shirt one was a wasp shirt so that's really fucking cool uh, some Ninja Turtles m magnets, and it's the original Ninja Turtles from the, the 80s cartoon. A Bill and Ted's most excellent picture frame. So it's a, it looks like the telephone booth with them like smacked up against the glass. And you can kind of put whatever kind of picture you want in there. Right now it's just got a picture of Napoleon. I think I might just leave that. Um, an Adventure Time pin, which 
cool. I mean, I, I'm not an adventure team adventure adventure time guy. I'll keep the pin because I like I like pins, but usually when I get an adventure time thing in my loot crate, I'll try and uh, give that to a friend. Uh, the box itself actually turned into Finn and Jake as well, so that was uh, interesting. But no, it was a nice comeback from what uh, what somewhat of a disappointment June was, at least to me. I know other people might have enjoyed it, but, but to me it was a bit of a letdown. And with that, we are done this week. Uh, tackled a lot of topics today, a lot of heated topics for me as well. And I, uh, I'm happy that you guys are listening. Uh, please rate and review and share my podcast with the world. Um, you know where to follow me. Uh, you know where to find me on, on your favorite podcast services, including iTunes and Google Play. And again, Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Come on, guys. Share it with the world. I post every week. Um, I tend to just post a picture that goes with with uh, the episode. I will... I occasionally make an an announcements on my story on the Facebook and, and, uh, again, Facebook is Nick's nerd news. Instagram is nicks.nerd.news. Twitter is Nick's nerd news. And, uh, just search for me on Google play and iTunes. Uh, give me a a star, give me a follow, give me a review. Do, do what you can to help me. Cause if you want to keep, if you want to keep hearing me, give my opinion. I need, I need you guys to share and get more people interested because as much as I love you guys, you know, I can only do so much and I, I need, I need some, some somewhat of a motivation here. I, I, I would love to keep talking. I probably will, but if I could get more people listening, that, that can turn into a good thing and maybe I'll start creating more content for more things, for more platforms. Um, if you guys want me to start posting on YouTube with with pictures and 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 videos in the background to my voice, let me know. Um, if you want me to start streaming on Twitch, I'm gonna figure out how to do that as well. I mean, I know how to do it. Um, it just comes down to if I want to do PC and get a camera for the computer, get a camera for the Xbox and do it there. Um, my Xbox is in a really in a streaming friendly zone, so we'll see how that goes. Um, again, uh, live your own life, go with the flow, uh, just abide as I, as I like to say, as the dude would say, and, uh, you guys can hear me next week. Thank you and have a good night.